From the comfortable leather recliner, Bobby Valentine sat relaxing, watching Fox News. He was fighting hard to keep from dozing off, but midday slumber won the battle until the sound of clanging dishes shook him from his reverie. He lifted his head and was pleasantly surprised to see his daughter, Lynn, standing over him, holding a tray of donuts and a cup of steaming espresso. I know how much you enjoy your espresso, Dad, so I made a fresh pot for you. She sat down opposite him and was quiet for a moment. Dad? Yes? The other day when you told me the story of the Starlight Club, it was so interesting that I dreamt about it. I keep thinking about it. So then I thought to myself that there must be other stories, more stories that you could share with me. So tell me some more about the Starlight Club. I want to hear it. With slightly sad eyes, he looked at her and said, When I told you about the Starlight Club the other night, it was a bit painful. That's why I never mentioned it before. But strangely enough, as I was recalling these memories, I guess it was cleansing in a way. So the short answer is yes. I feel like I can share a bit more without it bothering me as much as it did before. Telling you about it must have purged all that sadness I had locked up inside. All right, let me think for a moment. Bobby was silent for a few seconds, and then he said, Well, let's see. It's true there was a lot more that I didn't mention. So where do I start? When Jimmy the Hat died, everything seemed to die with him. What do you mean? Well, I'm not sure I can tell the story in the spirit it deserves, but let's see now. Big Red took an interest in Swifty's career, and that by itself is worth telling because it's a wonderful story. Then there were Trenchy and Mary, kind of a strange relationship if you ask me. I still continued to deliver meat to the club, but one of the things I was disappointed in was that Red's Wednesday horse race operation ended for some reason shortly after Jimmy's death. I never did find out why. I learned why Trenchy did ten years for a murder he didn't commit, and that's another story. Then there was the problem Bernstein had with some blackmailers in Hollywood, and he had no one to turn to for help except Big Red. He had always harbored a secret desire to expand his operation to Hollywood, and he intended for Jimmy to be his ticket into the film business. But when Jimmy the Hat died, he lost that opportunity. Ah, uh, but Red was shrewd, and he figured out another way of getting into the movie business, and that, too, is another story. So where do I start? Okay, let's start with Swifty's story, if that's all right with you. Okay, his daughter said as her face lit up. I'm just so happy to have this afternoon free to be with you. So you just start wherever you like. Lynn was delighted. This part of her father's life was still a mystery to her. You see, when Red gave me the money that Jimmy had left me in his estate, I invested some of it in the butcher store I worked for. The owner was looking to retire, and he made it real easy for me to buy him out. So I became the owner of Four States Meat and Poultry Supply Corporation and hired a driver to deliver the wholesale orders, the same as I did, but I kept the account at the Starlight Club for myself. Each day I stopped by the club on my way home, whether it was to deliver meat 
or just to say hello to the guys. So it was no coincidence that I was there one particular afternoon when Swifty came to see Red. He was between boxing fights. Swifty always owed Red money, and Red always told him that he had to work it off by fighting only for him and, at times, doing odd jobs. But it really wasn't so much the money that Red was concerned with. He cared about Swifty. He didn't want him to end up like the other guys who had a lot of potential but just wasted it on fast, hard living. So Red took him under his wing. I don't think Swifty knew what Red's true motive was, at least not at first.